Welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. My name is Russell Leeds. My name is Ricky Mando. And on this week's show, we're going to be talking about how much money do you need to earn in the UK to be rich? So, Ricky. Yes. Are you rich? I am. Not by name, by obviously you are rich. You're Richard, right? Ricky sort of for Richard. No, my name is just Ricky. Is it really? Yeah. On your birth certificate, it just says Ricky. Yeah, but for some reason, whenever I'm around you guys, you all call me Richard. I thought your name was Richard. <laughs> my name is not Richard. You, on your birth certificate, it says Ricky. Yes. And it, is it spelt wrong as well? I.e. how you spell it. How, what, how can you define how a name is spelt wrong or right? Well, is your name Russell? It is Russell. Is it spelt correctly though? Yes, it is. Same as other Russells like Russell Howard, right. Russell uh, Brand. And my name's Ricky. Yeah, but your name is not spelt like Ricky Martin, is it? Of a Ricky's, your name is spelled R I C C I. Because I'm I'm different. Well, yes, you are. <laughs> it's wrong, though, isn't it? How can it be wrong? Because it's not how you spell Ricky. Wait, you, no, well, hold on. When it comes to names, there's not a right and a wrong, is there? Yes. How is it? All right, let me ask you a question. When you go to the bank or somewhere, right? Yeah. And you go, uh, oh, they go, oh, what's your name? And they're filling out a form. Yeah. And you go, Ricky. Yeah. Do you have to clarify how Ricky is spelled? Sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that you, most people spell it differently. Do you always have to clarify how it's spelled? Every single time? You, Every oh, single here's a question. time? Here's a question. Do you have your steak medium or rare? <laughs> or well done? <laughs> I have it uh, medium rare in between. Right. I have mine rare. All right. And that's just how it is. It's just a preference, isn't it? It's just, you well, know. What's that got to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Your name. It's the Look, same principle, though, isn't it? You know, there's no right or wrong. It's just whatever you. It's, it's, no, but no, because it, it, what, if you were like, look, a rare steak is spelled R I Y, I'd be like, well, that's wrong. And you could say, yeah, but I want to spell it that way. It's yeah, but my wrong. name's not in the dictionary, so how can it be right or wrong if it's not in the dictionary? Look, this is totally irrelevant. It is. But you are definitely wrong, and your name is spelled wrong. Okay, so first question, then, Rich. <laughs> are you rich? Yes. Good. Okay, we're not going to talk about your name anymore. What, what, what constitutes rich? What does it mean to be rich here in the UK? Well, I mean, it, I, 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 I think it's an opinion, isn't it? I think it's... Whew, groundbreaking facts here on the Property Investors Podcast. It's an opinion. What is your opinion? I might just walk off this podcast in a minute. <laughs> I think everyone's got different opinions. Like, I, I reckon most people, the average person would think that rich would, in this country, mean that you're a millionaire. Okay. I think being rich means, I think it's a, it's a, you live the desi- your desired life. Okay. And rich doesn't, doesn't just have to be financially rich, it could be rich with happiness, rich with love. When you're rich with love, happiness and finances, meaning you live your desired lifestyle, I think that's an all-round richness. Okay. You like the way I said that then? What, richness? You know, it was more of a... How do you spell richness? R-I-C-C-I. Oh, right, <laughs> so... <laughs> took you a minute then it, to it, it, it took me longer than it should have done so if and then as well uh, so if you if we're talking monetary rich which I think yeah. mo, you know most people go oh yeah I'm really rich oh how rich are you well I'm very happy do yeah. you know what I mean most people are talking about financial rich so yeah. you would say rich enough to be able to live your desired lifestyle or a millionaire somewhere in between no I'd say for me I think being rich is enough so that you have enough to live your desired lifestyle and how much is that 20 grand a month. It's about 20 grand a month. So, yeah. you, so you would, you, would you say on earnings rather than how much money is in the bank? Oh, nah, these are good questions. 
No, I wouldn't say money in the bank because we tend to not keep money in the bank because we invest it. Okay, assets then. Yeah, assets. See, I would very much see rich more as how much assets or money in the bank or properties you owned rather than your cash flow. For me, mm. rich, you see, you could have a very good salary. You could but be on you spend it all. and waste it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you, you be right. rich? You are no, you wouldn't. I haven't thought of it like that. So yeah, I you would very right. much say rich. So a rich person is a person that can manage their money. Yeah. This is interesting. I will hope so. Yeah. I hope the people, the viewers think it's as interesting as you do. It is interesting. I've never really thought of it like that. Which is, what, which is why a lot of property investors are rich. It's how people become rich by accident. Because people become rich by accident, they buy a property. And it goes up. And it appreciates in value, appreciates yeah. in value, and they, they, they become a, a millionaire because their property, they slowly paid off the mortgage, and now they're a millionaire through their property. But a lot of those people don't feel rich. I was speaking to a guy who was a property investor, and he had a, a couple of buy-to-lets. Um, and he was actually financially struggling. He didn't have very much cash flow coming in. He'd lost his job, and he, he, he had rental income, but not very much. And he was like, oh, I'm really poor. He was actually a millionaire, because he owned his properties outright. But he didn't feel rich. Yeah. So while I do think it's about the assets, I think there is a balance there as well with feeling rich. And, and you talked earlier about um, your, your, your desired lifestyle. I yeah. do think a rich person would not only have assets, but be able to live their desired lifestyle as yeah. well. Yeah, I guess they go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, they, they, they go together. Here's a question though. We're talking about being rich in the UK. It'd be interesting to see how uh, you guys at home, how you compare as well. Are, do you feel rich? Are you rich? I've got some interesting stats here, Rick. I'm gonna get you to guess this, okay? okay. Now, I actually um, shared this with Lee, our camera guy. I mean, he literally just presses the on button. That's about all he does. But he's good. He's good. Well done, Lee. He presses it with, you know... With passion. And technique. Yeah, he's like... Oh. Yeah, and then, not only that, he also over-delivers and he gives us a thumbs up when it's recorded. <laughs> That's good. So here's the question. Sorry, Lee, but this is about to get a lot worse. Um, here's the question, right? So top earners in the UK. Yeah. Top earners in the UK. I want you to guess how much you need to be earning in the UK... To be in the top 50% yeah. of the population for earners in the UK. How much money do you need to earn to be in the top 50%? I would say around 36. Th no, th I'm going to go 30. 30 grand. Yeah. What do you guys think? Higher or lower? Lower. Higher. If you think higher, just give me a higher. If you think lower, give me a lower. Okay, so mainly most people think you need to be on more money, but higher than you, but you've gone for 30. Yeah. How much do you think, I'll, I'll give you the answers in a minute, how much do you think you need to be on to be in the top 25%? Top 25% in the country, 25%. how much money do you need to earn? I'm going to say 40, 46. £46,000. What do you guys think, guys? Higher or lower? Higher. Higher? Lower? Oh, but mostly higher again, right? What about the top 10%? Top 10%. Someone's shouting 150. I'm going to say 110. 110,000 pounds to be the top 10% and finally the top 1%. I'm going to say 100 and... Let me think about this. So in the 1%. Top 1% of earners in the whole of the UK. I mean, if you're in the top 1%, you must be pretty rich, right? Top one percent. So, how much do you think you need to be? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna up this now, and I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, 
I'm going to say three, three, three fifty. Three fifty. All right, here we go. Let me give you your answer. It's actually a lot lower than all your answers. Really? Which is amazing, right? It just, it just. Just shows how people are struggling, I, I think. It's amazing, right? So to be in the top 50% of earners in the UK, you need to be on £26,000 a year. Wow. If you are on £26,000, you are in the top 50% of earners in the UK. I mean, that's not much above minimum wage. That's crazy. To be in the top 25%, you need to be on £41,000. So if you're on £41,000, you're in the top 25% of the population of earners. So 10%, to be in the top 10%, it's a good salary, but come on, guys. To be in the top 10%, £63,000. Top 10%? Top 10%. So you could argue that if you were in the top 10% of earners in the UK, you were rich. You yeah. could, but you're only on sixty-three thousand pounds. There's no way you'd be able to live your desired lifestyle. Well, certainly not Ricky's desired lifestyle. Depends on what yours it is. But on sixty-three thousand, and that's before tax. So you're gonna get taxed on that. So you're gonna lose a load of that. You're not left with very much. And the top one percent is actually quite high. Uh, you were still above it though. The top one percent is two hundred and one thousand pounds between the top one percent. So you, I mean, you could argue that to be rich, you have to be. Nowadays, in the top 1%. Yeah. But the interesting thing, I think, is how is anyone in the UK going to get rich how you would have described rich, i.e. millions in the bank and a £20,000 a month lifestyle? How is anyone going to get rich in the UK from a job? Well, they're not. It's, <laughs> they're not. They're not. If this, so that obviously, obviously that was, if you go back 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, that would have been completely different. Oh, well, I imagine it was a lot lower. Well, because, because inflation, every, every, well, yeah, everything's going up now. Apart from them Salaries. wages, yeah, them wages. And that's why I think more people, you know, are, more people are looking for, to do entrepreneurship. Yeah. Because just having a job just doesn't, well, the solution for, I know that we're on the Property Investors Podcast, but the solution is property investing. Yeah. That is, if you want to get rich, you're not going to be able to do it for a job. It's just not going to happen, however good your job is. But here's an interesting thing, though. When I started with, with property five years ago, and I was told about property investing, I was watching Samuel's videos and stuff. When I, start, when I first saw Samuel, I thought, this isn't going to be for me because you're talking about property investing and you have to be rich and have money to invest in property. And it was only when I met Samuel, and uh, I actually came to, a, it was a, a one pound program. I, I could afford the pound. <laughs> I came to a one pound program, just. Came to a one pound program, and I realized that actually to be a property investor and a property entrepreneur, you don't actually need the money. No. Because you can just be creative to buy the houses, to control the houses, to package and sell the houses. You don't actually need to be rich to invest in property. I mean, it's easier. If you've got money, it's easier. But, you, yeah. but you've got to start somewhere, right? Of course right? it is. So the, the great thing about becoming rich and create, we talked earlier about how it's creating the wealth behind you. It's about managing your money. But if you've, whatever you've got now, and a lot of people are obviously struggling because it's very low salaries, you've got to be looking at creative ways that you can get more money and create active income, yeah. and then you can use that to invest in property investing. You say it's easier, which I agree with you to an extent, but you know, like we had a dinner with Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. You, you were there. I was there. And Samuel asked him, what would you do if you had 100 grand 
how would you invest it? He said he wouldn't even he would he would never use that hundred grand to invest himself. He would use other people's money. So not actually what he said. Well, yeah, but I don't want to say what he said when uh, you know because what he said I don't think it was a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't know if we should. You can say it, I'm not. All right, so Samuel said to Robert Kiyosaki, if you were starting again from scratch and I gave you £100,000 to invest in, what would you do with that £100,000? And Robert Kiyosaki said... <laughs> Robert Kiyosaki did not giggle like a teenage girl, by the way. Robert Kiyosaki said, I would wipe my ass with it. Is what he actually said. He did, he and did Samuel say that. was like, wipe your ass with it? Why did you wipe your ass with it? And he said, because... I don't need the 100 grand. It's nothing to me. Yeah. I would go and find other people's money to it. But for me, that shows... Uh, okay, we could argue the point it could be easier with your own I money. I don't agree with him, by the way. You don't? No. I wouldn't wipe my ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you? you would, who would you agree with, Rick? Robert Kiyosaki or Russell Leeds? Russell Leeds would invest it wisely. I mean... Robert Kiyosaki would wipe his ass on, with his last 100 grand. I'm just trying to think. We, and he's the guru. <laughs> Crazy. Banknotes are slightly smaller than toilet paper. It would be difficult. It would be difficult. Oh, yo. <laughs> oh, oh. But it's, <laughs> do you think it's easier to use other people's money rather than your own? Uh, sorry, your own rather than other people's? Well, it's interesting. I think you should use other people's money, but I think it's easier to use other people's money when you have money. Okay, go on, expand. Explain, right? So... From my experience, I have managed to borrow money when I had no money. I have managed to do it. But I always think it's easier to borrow money. The banks want to lend me the most money when I've got money. The less you yeah. need it, the more other people want to give it to you. Okay. When you've got no money, it is harder. I'm not saying it's impossible. And with a lot of the strategies that, you're, that we're talking about when they're getting started, things like rent to rent, you don't need a lot of money to get started. You only need a little bit. Deal selling, you don't need a lot of money to get started. But if you're looking to invest... I think it's easier to borrow other people's money when you have money. For starters, you can, they know you've got something collateral to give them back, right? If you've got collateral, if you've got money, it's easier to get other money, which is why it grows. Yeah. It's harder when you, when you first get started. It's doable. It's possible. You've got to start somewhere. We all, I started with nothing. You started with nothing. Samuel started with nothing. But when you start with nothing, that's the hardest bit. And as you, when you get your first couple of deals and you start to, you start to grow your portfolio, grow your bank balance, it then becomes easier. Surely you agree with that? No, I agree. But I don't, I don't think it's really hard to raise finance, even if you've got no money. Because if I, when I started, I invested in myself, and right. I was raising finances for deals. And yes, if you've got money, then you can use it as collateral and security for an investor. But makes it easier. Then, I'm not saying it's not doable. I'm not saying it's hard. But it makes, do you not think it makes it easier when you have money? Money makes everything easier. Well, I'm trying to think of it from a neutral position. I'm trying to think of it as, you are correct, yeah, I agree with you, but I also think, if you, if I want to do a joint venture with someone, let's say I've got no money, I could say to an investor, well, you can have a charge on the property, so if anything goes wrong, you've got the, you've got the property. But money gives you freedom, money gives you choices. Money does not make you happy, but it gives you options. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been happy, and I'm but poor, you're going happy. To, that's not to do with raising finance. It so. makes it easier though, mate. It makes everything easier. Yeah, but how? What I'm saying, being happy and all that stuff doesn't... What's that got to do with raising the finance? Well, th uh, this is a man that earlier said that being happy was a type of richness. And we're talking about getting rich. So being happy is relevant, but money make, what I'm saying is money makes everything easier. Money makes everything better. Yeah. 
It does. So it makes raising finance easier because that if it, if it makes everything better and everything easier, that is part of everything, right? Mm, I agree with you to an extent. In what way do you disagree with me? I'm not disagree. I just said I agree with you, but to an extent, that means there's an extent that you don't. Does it? Yeah. Do you know what an extent means? No, I just heard it been said a lot. No, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think if you've let's because I know people that have invested in themselves, they've invested in education, they've got a fire in their belly, they're hungry, they find a good deal, and they need to raise the finance, and they put themselves in the right room in the right environment with the right deal and the right fire in their belly, and they can raise it no problem quickly. Uh, see, what you raise a bit of an interesting point there, where when you first get started, you are often very hungry. Yeah. And when you're hungry, that does make it easier getting over the first bit. If you haven't got anything, if you need it. Mm. It's very easy when you get rich. That's a good point. It's very easy when you get rich and you've got a lot of money. It's very easy to get very comfortable and get very lazy and complacent. Yeah. When you haven't got anything and you've got to get it. Which is why I actually think growing up poor and not rich is actually makes it easier for you to be successful on your own than it does growing up rich. You can grow up rich, you get everything handed to you on a plate. And it makes it harder to have the hunger there because you've just got everything. Here's an interesting question. Do you think if you've... Do you think... People with money are more likely to procrastinate and not invest their finances because it's theirs compared to people that borrow the money to invest. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you, you know, there's people that have the money and it's like, I'm thinking about investing it, but I don't want it to go wrong. I don't want to lose it. But then there's people that haven't got the money that are raising Which Are they more likely to procrastinate and not do anything because they've got their little nest egg and they want to hold on to I it? I think people that are savers often resist spending money. Yeah. Even if it's investing the money, because their natural mentality is to save, and they're, and they're scared when they're saved. They're scared of losing it. So that's why when I save, I save in two different pots. I save for for saving, and I save for investing. So when I'm putting money in my in my investment pot, that is I know that's already gone to me. Yeah, it's, it's not, invested. Yeah. So if an investment opportunity comes up, I'm not like, oh, I don't want to spend the money because it's, it's already gone. Maybe that's a good tip for people. If you if you say if you're able to save X amount a month, put some of it into a savings account and have another account which is an investing account. 100. percent Yeah. And then that money's gone. So when an investment opportunity comes along, whether it be investing in yourself, or it be investing in uh, Bitcoin, or it be investing in property, I think property is the number one investment. But it's just there. It's got, and you're just going to invest it, and, you, and then your mind it's investment. And then what you do is the profits from that investment go back into that pot. Yeah. And then that pot grows, and it start, and then and then you got another investment, and then both those profits go in, and it grows quicker, and you can buy more, and that's how you get rich. Getting rich is not a quick process. No, you can get results quick. You can get results quick. You can get passive income quite quick. So you can you can be in a situation where you're making a couple of grand a month. You can do that pretty quickly. Yeah. You could even be making 10 grand a month pretty quickly, but getting rich takes time. Takes time, in my opinion. So if there's, so we're talking about, you know, the salaries in the UK, you know, how what is rich, how to become rich, but what if there's people watching this or listening to this that are just starting out, and maybe they fall in them brackets of them salaries and they're, they're, they want to make a change. What would what would your advice be for the starting steps? How so would someone get started? My advice, first of all, would be you've got to look at yourself as having two incomes. You've got your active income, which yeah. would be your job, or it could be, if you don't like your job, you want to get out of your job, it could be in property. So it could be deal selling, it could be getting rent to rents, it could be property management, whatever it, whatever it is. But you've got your active income that you've got to work for. You've then got your passive income. 
So for me, when I started, my first goal was my lifestyle. So my first goal was to get my active income up because I was broke, right? And I wanted to have a nice life. I wanted nice cars. I wanted to live in a nice house. I wanted to be able to eat out when I wanted to. And I wanted the freedom because money gives you freedom, right? Yeah. But that comes around for me from, from my active income. But then at the same time, when my active income was increasing, I was putting more aside to invest, which is your second type of income, which is your passive income. And that is when you're building up your property portfolio and that's what's gonna make you rich in the background. That part's slower than your active income. But that's the part that's gonna make you rich. So what I would suggest is to start learning about investing. You know, you, you probably already make an active income, great, but start learning, learning about investing. How can you start investing in property? How can you learn the best ways to invest in property? How can you learn about flips? How can you learn about buy, refurbish, refinance? This is gonna make you big money. How can you get into property development? That'd be my top tips, how about you? I would say, I, would, I agree with everything you said, and I'd also say don't, I mean, it's not necessarily an actionable tip, but I would say don't overthink things and don't let beliefs stop you. You know, like I thought property was for really people that had a lot of money and people that were really smart, and, and I'm neither of those things. Well, I won't at the time. You know, I'm still not smart. <laughs> but I'm rich, I'm rich with happiness now. And um, so I wouldn't let that kind of stop you. I would just think, right, if there's other people that have done it, like myself and you know yourself and hundreds of others, then it's always possible. But you just need to take one step at a time and get your foot in the door, put yourself in the right rooms, find people around you that can help you that have been there, done it and worn the T-shirt and follow in the other footsteps. I've always been told, you know, since I was a young kid, don't, when I was in school, you know, don't, don't copy the person next year because it's cheating. Well, now it's like in business, what I've realized is you, if you want to be successful, you need to copy down to a T what that other person's doing. Yeah. You know, so I would, I would find people that are successful, people that you aspire to be like and copy what they've done, copy but their you can't, steps. You can't use the school, the whole school system is designed though for us to go and get a job, to be happy with the 26 grand a year because we're in the top 50%. Yeah. You know, the whole school system is not, the school system is not designed for you to get rich. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But... The other thing I would say is when you are investing, choose something that you know and invest in that. So it might not be property. I mean, I suggest property because I think property investing is the best investment. It stood the test of time over a long period of time. If you look at the Sunday Times rich list, which is the thousand richest people and, and families in, in, the, uh, in the UK, 25% of them have made their money from investing in property. Yeah. So it obviously works. But if you know something else, if you're a you know a trader or you know you know a lot about Bitcoin, you want to invest in that or businesses, that's fine. But I would stick to what you know. I'd choose a thing. Don't get the shiny penny syndrome. Yeah. Where the grass is always greener on the other side. If yeah. you're a property investor and then Bitcoin comes along, don't be like, oh I'm gonna take money out, put it into this. I'm gonna take money out of that, put it into this. Just stick with something because it does take time to yeah. get rich. It doesn't take a long time to earn a nice income. It does take time to get rich. So you've got to be patient as well. I think property is a great vehicle as well because property is never going to go out of fashion. No, we're always people, going to want to live in properties, right? Yeah, people aren't just going to decide one day, oh, I don't fancy living in a house today. What would you fancy living in instead? The moon. That'd be pretty cool. I actually do want to go to the moon one day. Do you? Do you? Would you? If you had an opportunity, would you go to space? I'm not a mass. I'm not like excited by it. I know a lot of very rich people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. That's kind of and Richard Branson. They're trying to create these like SpaceX programs, and 
it doesn't really do it for me. Like, okay, I'm out there, great, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I want to experience zero gravity. You can do that, though. You can, you can get rooms that do that. And no, but that's like where they, you know, you get blown up by the wind with the fans and, you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, but that's not... It's not actually it. But you don't want to experience actually it because that would just be throwing you out into space and you'd die. Well, no, but you could be in a, a spaceship and do it in that. But then you might as well be in the room. You're not doing it either. You're in a room. No, but in, in the spaceship. room, it's like you've got a helmet on, you've got, you know, there's like, like a little tube and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a big guy. I won't be able to float around. I want to experience it. I think it <laughs> do would be fun. Do you want to go space? I'm not that yeah. bothered about getting space. Are you not? What would you do? What, literally, what would you do? The view. Oh, yeah. I can see a photo of that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, oh look, there's Earth. Uh, oh, it's just a ball because oh miles gosh, away. Imagine going to space and nothing else be the now. Worst just, experience just, ever. Well, I can't make any money. I'd be there like I can't do anything. You know, no internet. No internet. But I can't can. even cope having no internet at home. I moved house recently. I had no internet, right? Because the guy came to fit it. He was like, oh, would you believe it? The box is broken. I have to come back next week. I'm like, what? <laughs> you have to come back next week. I had a week with no internet. Right, it was like I can't believe how much I rely. I've got no music because I only use Spotify. I've got no TV. It's all internet based. I had nothing. I've got no computer. Nothing at all. It was like what the worst thing ever. What did you do? What? 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 I don't know. You're the guy that wants to go to space. <laughs> yeah, You'd have loved it. <laughs> I would have done. Just floating around the house. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. So, mate, I'm not. I'm not. And it's also going to cost loads of money. I'd rather buy a property. They go to space. But good luck with Samuel it. wanted to go to space. He does. I'm with Samuel. Samuel had a letter from Richard Branson inviting him to go to space. Why did he not go? Because he thought it was a personal invite, but he actually realised he had to pay 100 grand. <laughs> <laughs> he was all like, oh, Richard Branson's invited me to... Oh, I've got to pay 100 grand. <laughs> not quite the same. Not quite as good. And he, and he, and he left it. I don't know. I think maybe, uh, maybe I'm going to do it one day. Would you pay 100 grand to go? Yes, an experience. You would. You pay hundred grand to go to space. Yeah, it's an experience. You don't even like experiencing different countries. What, what do you mean? I've got... You go to the same. You go to the same country. You stay in the same hotel. You stay in the same room. Yeah, but have you seen the hotel? That is loserish, man. You want to go and explore? Literally, guys. He goes to Dubai. He goes to the exact same hotel. Stays in the exact same room. Has the exact yeah, same meals. He's like, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, but. The hotel. Though. But you don't want to go to different hotels. You want to go to different countries, right? I do, I do as well. I go every, every quarter. I, do, I don't know what you want me to say. You just you sit in your room and you just read books and keep yourself to yourself. I'll go to space. I'll you know do all of that stuff. You just keep yourself to yourself and try and get your internet sorted. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, we can both be rich while we're doing it. Right? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay. So that has been the Property Investors Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Russell Leeds. My name is Ricky Mandel. We'll see you next week.